we're back with another episode of Digital Dialogue. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Scott. Um, to start off on this week's episode, we're kicking off with a recap of two major social media news updates. According to an article shared by Social Media Today, Twitter is testing out a new feature that will ultimately allow users to hide selected tweet replies. Um, for some users, a hide a tweet option has been added to the reply drop-down menu list. If selected, the given tweet is hidden from your timeline and is not visible to anyone else. Um, however, people have the option to go and select view hidden tweet to see which replies have been hidden. Um, so as you can imagine, there's a lot of controversy over this topic. Many argue that this will give accounts the ability to censor other people's thoughts and opinions. However, the view hidden tweet does provide you with some level of accountability. Yeah, that's an interesting story. You can see how uh, Twitter has definitely dealt with some controversial stuff in the last couple of years. So Absolutely. the more they can do to not just censor, but make sure it's a uh, positive image. Yeah, and I mean, people have been arguing, too, that you're allowed to do the same thing with Facebook about hiding comments. Um, yeah. But I think it's important to also acknowledge that the platforms are different. Mm. You can't treat social media as one generic thing. I think Absolutely. you have to look at each platform individually and see, you know. The yeah, I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. So for my story, I had um, Google Display Ads. So the Google Display Network, which reaches 90% of internet users worldwide across millions of websites, news pages, blogs, and Google sites like Gmail and YouTube, are finally getting into the display ad game. So there's going to start seeing some ads on Google, uh, which makes sense as everyone else is doing it. And while the Google search, uh, search network can reach people when they're already searching for or, excuse me, specific goods or services, the display network can help you capture someone's attention earlier in the buying cycle. So you can put your ads in front of people before they even start searching for what you offer, which we've seen on other uh, platforms, but Google's getting in the game and it can be key for your overall advertising strategy. And it's designed to help advertisers create better ads, get better results, and overall improve their ad, their ad measurement. Yeah, and definitely, and I think it's so important to just um, include like impressions in yeah. whatever marketing strategy you have. They're so valuable, so this is like a great opportunity. Cool. That. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So on last week's episode, we finished off our mini series where we shared Yellow Mule's website design process. However, one thing we did not mention was copying, um, copywriting for a site. A lot of the time clients already come in with copy that they want shared on their website, but when they don't, we step in and assist. Um, obviously, our objective is to create effective copy because there's a lot riding on it. Your website's copy helps determine SEO, whether or not customers take action, just to name a few things. Um, here are a few things that we like to keep in mind whenever we're doing copywriting for a client. Um, first and foremost, there's so much writing on research. Do research first. When writing content for a website, it's important not to know, not only know what you're writing about, but who you're writing for. Um, the goal of, of many websites is to convert visitors into customers. By understanding the demographic, you'll have a better sense of the most effective call to action given to the site. Uh, another thing we really like to keep in mind is keeping it simple. Uh, we all know that um, people have very short attention spans, especially when you're online. Um, that's why it's so important to keep your copy writing concise. A lot of the time people are just skimming through a site and looking for the information that they need. So it's really important to keep your paragraph short, 
and also take advantage of like headlines, sublines, bulleted and numbered lists, um, text variation, mix it up with bold, italics, underlining, um, just to help highlight the important information. And images and videos go a long way too. Awesome, that was some really important stuff. On top of that, you also want to be aware of SEO. We talk about SEO a lot. And in copywriting, um, keywords are important to include in your copy, but you don't want to just write using keywords. You want to make sure that a consumer or someone looking at it might get an idea that you're putting in similar words, but not that to uh, overdo it. So always write with the customer audience in mind. And lastly, proofread. Uh, that's obviously a no-brainer, but you'd be surprised how many times there's still spelling errors. So we feel it's vital uh, to share. It's editing is so important, and no matter how long or short the article is, always plan time to proofread. You don't want to just hit enter at the last second. We don't do that. We make sure to proofread everything. And small mistakes are bound to happen, and your uh, readers are likely to catch them if you're not careful. So proofread, proofread, proofread. Definitely. Right, well, thanks everyone for tuning in and follow back up next week for a new episode. Thank you.